This is your Bruins postgame recap brought to you by the Fans First Sports Network and the Big Bad Bees Podcast Network. I'm Jake Reiser, and no, it's not an April Fool's joke that this podcast is dropping so late. I happen to be at the other Boston sports event that was happening in the city of Boston. I was at the Red Sox game that was really crazy, but that doesn't mean I didn't come back and watch the Bruins-Penguins highlights because that game was absolutely nuts to keep track of while everything was going on. So a crazy day for Boston sports overall for sure. But these Boston Bruins played a very playoff-like game in Pittsburgh against a Penguins team who is really trying to get into the playoffs. Right now, they would be the first team out. Florida would be the second wildcard team by just a point. So every win, every game for Pittsburgh clearly matters. Boston, right now... They've got everything they need. They've got the President's Trophy, so they've got home ice through the whole playoffs. They've got franchise accolades. They could go for the league accolades if they felt like they wanted to. Bergeron is sitting both, he sat both for this game and will sit for tomorrow's game against the St. Louis Blues. He's in kind of tending to some nagging upper and lower body injuries, which I get. He's played so much. So Pablo Zaka slides onto the first line for today. And yet the Bruins didn't care. They matched the playoff intensity that the Pittsburgh Penguins were bringing, and they took home a 4-3 victory in the Steel City. David Posternock is just an absolute machine. Over 100 points, 56 goals on the season now, including a stupendous hat trick. He is the real deal and making every bit of his extension that he just signed earlier this season look like it's very warranted. Just beyond impressed with him. And in so many different ways, too. Well, mention, too, uh, maybe this is the start of the power play coming back to life again. Two power play goals for this team today. One by McAvoy, one by Pasternak. Granted, again, they were in the, like, with the, the first one was with... One second left on the power play, and the last one was with 15 seconds left, so I wouldn't exactly call them, like, efficient power play goals, but you'll take them regardless. Hopefully that gets the power play feeling really good. Back to David Pasternak, though. It's the first 100-point season of his career. He's only the third Bruin in the 21st century to hit 100 points. Brad Marchand did it. Joe Thornton did it a long time ago. Pasternak is likely to be on pace to have the most points since Adam Oates in 1993-94 with 112. I'll give a little hat tip to Ty Anderson, just kind of reading off that tweet. But Pasternak, just incredible. What an incredible player he is. I want to go back to the McAvoy goal really quickly. Pavel Zaka continues to show why he's going to win the seventh player award and why his uh, four-year extension that he signed in January was well-earned. This has to be the best season of his career by far, both goal scoring, but playmaking, that assist he had to McAvoy, falling, tripping, getting tripped, and still getting that backhand across the slot to McAvoy, having that perception to know that McAvoy was pinching in down the other dot, down the circle. Just beyond impressive. Again, Zaka, someone who's certainly earning his keep here. Frustrating things for the Bruins? giving up one goal leads kind of it was a back and forth game Bruins would score Penguins would score Bruins would score Penguins would score that Mac that 
Um, second goal for the Penguins. I'm sure McAvoy has to be kicking himself for sliding all the way back into Jeremy Swayman. That third goal for the Penguins, to my eye, I thought shouldn't have counted. I thought Sidney Crosby made enough contact to kind of wrestle Jeremy Swayman a little bit to kind of get into his crease, kind of ruffle his feathers a little bit, take away his perception, and that's why Jake Gensel's goal went in. I thought that goal shouldn't have counted. Credit to the Bruins' power play for killing off the ensuing um, penalty kill after the loss of the coach's challenge. But that's kind of also what a playoff game is. As much as you can be frustrated by it, that's what playoff intensity is going to be like. It's going to be a back-and-forth action. It's going to be two teams who are fighting for every second of this game to win. And for the Bruins to come out on top, again, on the back of David Posternock, just incredibly sweet for that to happen. We hope Bergeron feels okay. We know he's not going to be playing tomorrow in the Bruins' next game against the St. Louis Blues. That's another afternoon game, so I'm sure the Bruins are going to be a little bit tired. It's 3.30, so again, the Bruins will probably be a little tired. I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up being one of the losses for the rest of the season. They'll have Olmark in net. I'm intrigued with the goaltending situation going forward, that they had Allmark start against Nashville, start against Columbus, and he's going to start right away here again against the St. Louis Blues. Swayman certainly starting today was good, but it seems like they're really getting Allmark the reps that you need because playoff hockey's coming up. So you need him to start getting into that every other day kind of rhythm because he's your first choice. And that's no offense to Jeremy Swayman, who's had an incredible year. But clearly, this is Linus Allmark's net going into the playoffs. So good on Bob Asenza, good on Jim Montgomery for starting to see, hey, we've got like five games left in the season, six games left in the season. Let's start getting Allmark those reps because we've been going back and forth and back and forth with Swaymark and Allmark for the last month. Let's get Allmark into that mindset of, all right, I'm pretty much starting every other day now. This is going to be my crease to start going into the playoffs. And if it doesn't work, of course, we're very lucky to have Swayman, who's had an incredible year. That's what happened last year, as much as the Bruins couldn't get out of the first round. But both goaltenders are even better than they were last year. So I have full faith, whether it's Allmark, who can carry the brunt of the weight of the playing time through however many playoff rounds the Bruins get through, or whether they have to go back to Swayman and they do that back and forth. I have the utmost confidence in either guy to get the job done. In any case, a spectacular day for Boston sports in general, a Red Sox 9-8 walk-off victory, but very importantly, a Bruins 4-3 victory over the Pittsburgh Penguins. This has been Jake Reiser for the Fans First Sports Network and the Big Bad Bees Podcast Network. I'll be back with you tomorrow evening after Bruins Blues. Mm.